2: Hammer time, and it's a triumphant FA Cup winning stop hammer time for you this week. Joining me to discuss it are, as always, Jim Grant. Good evening. And two old favourites of the podcast, very good friends of ours. They are, of course, Philip Pitt. Good evening. And Colin Milne. Good evening. Now, uh, Philip, your wife is working on the front line, cutting at the coal face of the fight against coronavirus, I believe.
1: That's correct. Yes, yeah, she's a nurse.
2: Yes, yeah. And is she having a, a torrid, hard-working time lately?
1: Uh, she is, yeah. I mean, not that I want to uh, massage anyone's agenda or anything no. else, frankly, but um, don't believe the naysayers that you are reading on online uh, of these certain denying-type people. It is very, very bad out there at the moment. It's, it's awful. It's worse than she's probably experienced in 20-odd years of nursing. And mm. it's getting it's getting a lot worse as well. We've not, yeah, not, not even hit peak. So please be careful everyone follow the guidelines. Yes, um,
2: absolutely. It's affecting people I know. Someone uh forty-one years old, uh someone I know, you know, has uh died. Uh yeah. just just like today. Forty one. Uh so it is serious. Anyway, uh let us uh, Let's begin with our, uh, our, our triumphant, uh, dominant win against, uh, uh, Stockport uh, last night. Now, of course, um, uh, those of you, uh, who perhaps have only been following West Ham recently, go to YouTube, go to Robert Banks's, uh, um, well, bank of, uh, video, uh, uh, art, his archive of former games of football and see if you can find the 96, 97 season because we played Stockport, uh, in that, in, uh, in that season, in the cup and, uh, we... In the League
3: Cup. It was the League Cup. Oh, was that
2: the League Cup? Sorry, I yeah. thought it was the FA Cup. God, I've yeah, always thought that was the FA Cup. I'm sure, pretty sure it was the League Cup. Ian Dowie's goal. I mean, probably if you just Google Ian Dowie goal Stockport, uh, you will see one of the finest, uh, most baffling pieces. It's a lift David Lynch taught people how to play football. Uh, <laughs> it was incredibly surreal, uh, Spike Milligan-esque moment of the playing of the game of football. Um, not since people picked the ball up and ran with it when two villages <laughs> played each other with teams that had like 150 in each team. Has there been such a weird <laughs> interpretation of how you play the game of football? As it, was,
3: Ian...
1: it was more like Quidditch. It was it, was. it
2: was a was bit more, more like that. Yes, yes. I
1: don't think I've ever seen Ian Dowie's face. I didn't think Ian Dowie's face could look even more confounded. But the moment that goes <laughs> in, his yes. face is an absolute picture. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I actually think, and I've never spoken to anybody or in particular Ian Dow about it but there's there's an element of that he, he's such a fine header yeah I, I, I honestly think for that split second he thought he was up the other end oh totally, yeah, I think he, totally. He, he, he absolutely must have done because yep. if, if that was a goal in the other end that was a fine header that yeah no, was a no he head.
3: momentarily got disorientated uh yeah. confused in the teeming rain and uh thought he was scoring at uh, the other end,
2: yeah. No, but yeah. yes, his look, his look,
3: <laughs> when, yeah.
2: when, yeah. If he was a cartoon character, his jaw would have literally fallen off yeah. after he scored that goal. <laughs> it, was a, it was a truly great moment, but um, we sort of exercised the ghost of that fixture last night uh, with, uh, with a win, and, um, well, what do we make of it? Colin, what did you think?
0: Well, uh, first of all, they matched the rain that they had that, that previous night.
2: Yes. I mean yes. That,
0: that 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 those last night I thought the conditions were absolutely horrendous. Um if it hadn't been for the imperative of getting this cup competition done, including extra time and penalties and no replays, um I think a referee under other circumstances might have looked at that picture and maybe asked for an adjournment of the game for a short time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because, yeah.
0: because um I, I can't see in a normal season that a referee would actually allow, in this day and age, would allow that pitch to be played on. I, th- yeah, I thought, it no, no. that it was actually that bad. I mean, it was the old uh, adage of the ball would go in the air, then it would stop, and then it would float for a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if there's anything that equalizes a team's abilities, it's those conditions. And yeah. I thought, yeah. under the circumstances, I thought we did okay. The yeah. But yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they hardly look like scoring. And we probably did three or four times. um, uh, And we took one of the two direct shots on goal that we
2: had. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. What do you make of it, Phil?
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it's a good old-fashioned third-round FA Cup toy. Um, You know, everything in place, including the weather. Um, I thought we did very well, considering the elements were pretty much against us. And they, you know, popped um, not only the bus, but the the bus station.
2: Absolutely, Um, Yeah. It was, you know, teams don't play like they normally play in the FA Cup. Teams from lower leagues and non league and, and, you know, the third and fourth flights of football, they don't play like that every week. They play a very special way when they play in the FA Cup. And they were all hands on deck trying to stop us score and you know, st- yeah. scoring and our build-up play was was actually very good I thought you know yeah, uh, with, uh, yeah uh, all very quickly uh Ben Rama was very tricksy and pacey I thought Yarmolenko was good I thought you know Lanzini was all right Noble was um you know picking out some very good passes yeah. it was just you know there was there was a very congested penalty area you know and um they really were just all hands to the pump weren't they Jim
3: uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree with everything that's been said. It was a it was a kind of classic uh, um, sort of do or die cup tie, um, you know, a bit of a war. But but I actually played in a very good spirit. I thought, in fact, and yeah. well refereed yeah. under the circumstances. I don't normally like Mike Dean, but I thought he did quite a good job. Um, yeah. um, I, I felt one of the things that sort of really stood out to me though, and and, and there are there are sort of moments where there are sort of things which kind of crystallized me. Um, Declan Rice was so far and away the best player on that pitch. He he was, I think, he was titanic in that game. I'm
0: not taking it maybe, maybe it was another huge performance by Og Bonner as well, because there were a couple of defensive slip-ups, one by Dawson and the other one by yeah, yeah, Johnson, yeah. Yeah. where he was in there and an absolute no-nonsense clearance. I mean, for understanding the conditions and to know how that game had to be played i thought ogbonna oh, was outstanding yes he yeah, was outstanding. Yeah, he's been outstanding
3: all season i don't i don't disagree yeah. with that but i i thought before it just 5 to 10 minutes maybe before we scored you yeah. sensed the team pick up the intensity Declan Rice started playing further forward. It, there was one great run where he kind of drove into the penalty box yes yeah. yeah. there was some good play link up play um Good, quick thinking with the with the goal. In fact, that um, at Bowen cross and good link up play on the right hand side, um, and just scrapping. You know, just getting stuck in, winning the ball. You know, breaking things up. Um, I thought he. I just thought he was outstanding. Yeah, yeah I, mean,
0: and I, I, I accept that as well. The, the, there is an element of Declan Rice that he was playing somebody else's game as well, because it's not his duty to get the ball up that far and to get it into the box so directly. No. So I no. think he was taking on on the role of others to
1: to, to make that win happen. Yeah, so his fit, his fitness levels as well last night oh, were oh, really good. Yeah. He kept going all night, all night. Yeah, yeah. But West yeah. Ham teams of old, we wouldn't have won that game last night. We would no. have. We would have lost. I I could see it now. It was written in the stars. West Ham fans of old were just waiting to get turned over, especially when they saw the weather and the, all the yeah. you know the team behind the ball and stuff. And we, really, yeah. as Jim said, we really did try. We tried those back heels and little flicks and when they weren't coming off because of yeah. the conditions it was like right yeah. let's try and stretch them let's wear them down you know yeah
0: yeah,
3: yeah. i mean yeah. He, he picked it's moist picked a team to sort of play through a pack defense didn't he yeah, and yeah. it was quite an yeah. enterprising team selection in that respect but the conditions were just against playing that kind of mm. um neat you know short passing football were not they? you know i mean it just it just didn't uh um, and we started, I thought, very well, very well. Uh, and yeah, and but we didn't right crumble. We, gonna... we didn't crumble. That's so
0: uh, important. No, yeah. that's right.
2: I mean, that's yeah. what Phil's talking about. I think is that that sort of. Um, and you see it in uh, you see it in a lot of big teams. You see it a lot in Arsenal. If uh, you know they have dominance yeah. for like you know forty five minutes or something, but they're not getting they're not getting a result from that. Quite often heads go down a little bit, and they they you know if they've gone to a plan b that's not working either they kind of they're still in the game but their intensity drops because they 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 fail to see how they're going to achieve what they want to do in these games under Moyes, we do seem to play you know we really do play for 94 minutes you know we yeah, yeah, going, was, we're getting a lot of you know we're getting late goals we're still causing teams trouble late in the game in fact even when you know those chelsea scored that last couple of goals to get a rather flattering scoreline it was partially because we were still pressing to score you know yeah. and, and and you know they were getting breakaway goals you know
1: and you label that so well Phil you say this this moises team i do i put this firmly at his feet you know i, I i'll go on record a lot of people know this already i wasn't happy when he was resigned i thought it showed a lack of ambition we tried to we tried to go the west ham way with free flowing attacking football with with Bilic and with Pellegrini, and um, it it felt a bit tired and staid and stoic, and um, I was you know mm. I wasn't happy, but he's won me over, and I know I'm not the only person to say that this season. You know, I he he doesn't grind out a result in a in a fat Sam kind of fashion. We look no. resolute. We look as a a, a mm. solid team. We're playing for one another, you know, and if that doesn't play to the strengths of. You know the likes of the the nearly the newly departed uh, Haller. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even you know, then players have to adapt. It's you know you're here for yeah, the work. right? Absolutely, rate.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think that's you know it's in the system for lots of different types of players. But we do essentially we do need energy from the midfield and that's what we've got. And I think so, sort of, yeah. you know, Suchek and Rice and uh you know Bowen's very important for that. I think he's And four you know, Four yeah, huge energy. Yeah. yeah. And um uh but on top of that there 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 are lots of different types of footballer that can fit into that thing. He's not yeah just yeah he's not, he's not basically laying out his store saying i'm after you know just hard-working sort of workhorses like everyone's got to be like david batty there's plenty of room for sort of you know like, yeah you know ben rama is a tricksy player um, yeah. Uh, yeah we actually yeah. have a lot of tricksy players in the team you know
3: i mean yeah. i i went to the the third round game at ginningham last year and um Again, you know, we, you know, we got through that, and we scored a couple of late goals in that to win it. But um, it was a less convincing performance, oh, without, without right. doubt. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um,
3: and I do feel, you know, look at those two games, uh, both difficult, you know, potential banana skins in the cup. I, I, I never felt this game was in danger, whereas well, I really was... thought, we really thought for a lot of that game, you know, Gillingham were likely to cause an upset.
1: The and although they had their moments, out, you know. Sorry, yeah. The possession stats bear that out. I think we had yeah. 68 69 possession. Yeah, we never looked, yeah, we never looked in danger apart from a couple of breakaways and as as Colin pointed out, a couple of sort of defensive errors, which is how they were only going to score all night. They there was nothing yeah. that they were going to be able to do unless there was a penalty incident or what have mm-hmm. you. Um, I was yeah. getting worried towards the end because you know the stretching didn't seem to be helping they didn't look tired and raggedy as you might expect a non-league team to be no, but really. they you've got to think nowadays you know and i'm this is xenophobic but the, the influx of sort of foreign players into the top couple of tiers of football it means those academy kids yeah now play at a slightly lower level at a, at a, you know at a, yeah. a level two down so we don't play those part-time postmen who, you know, have a fad no, at right. half-time anymore. Well, no, no these, these are all good ex-pros or, or uh, well, it's not people full
3: people full-time professional. Yeah. Full-time, a lot of the National yeah. League teams are now. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah but they
0: are, but they've also got an awful lot of young players on loan that have come through academies elsewhere. Mm. An awful lot of people in that uh, Stockport um, team last night were sort of in the window. You see who's hmm. going to come and pick them up. So point. Yeah. That, 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 that's exactly why I expected there might be a little bit more difficulty Because when yeah, you're in the right. window, you want to yeah. put on a dazzling performance. But
2: Yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, there. last week, um, uh, Jim Reid had uh, sort of quite a good sort of explanation of, like you say, more foreign players coming into the game. Uh, and um, uh, sort of there are now quite talented players. You know, we saw when we went to see Bromley United play Leighton Orient. um Uh, Roger Johnson was playing for Bromley who's you know about two seasons before that was a Premier League player and you know he was he was you know commensurably very good in in a Bromley United team which
0: brings us round to our latest uh (laughs) Roger Johnson doesn't it yeah now we've uh, because we've got the, the the player in Dawson that everybody said well he'll be all right as long as he never has to come on yeah, Here well. three, three games in, three clean sheets and a goal.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Balbuena yeah. and Diop must be wondering, you know, where their way back in lies. You know,
0: yeah, yeah. He's looked
3: good, doesn't he? And they, yeah. he took that header very, very well. That was a very well worked goal, actually. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, it, uh, it wasn't just to stick it in the mixer goal was it yeah. he made a run late it was a late run very so late p- run
2: he, he ran out. from the dressing room to <laughs> yeah. in the net.
1: Yeah.
2: it was like I've never seen a run sort of started from that far back yeah. because obviously they're very busy with Suchek and Og Bonner and well, you know, to, to be honest other... Og,
0: Og, Og also had a late run they both had a late yeah run. yeah so, I mean Suchek was sort of in there but Og Bonner and him Arrived late. I don't know where I'm going to land it up, but th- that was obviously a tactic to have two players coming on a late run because they were playing a very um, traditional back line.
1: Yes, yeah, so I think that was, was quite off the cuff actually because the the um, the ball was was turned around quite quickly. It was from a corner, I think. Was it? It was, yeah, it was right? short, yeah.
2: yeah, short corner.
1: Yeah, so it's turned around really quickly. Um, as opposed to staging it and finding our zone mm. and the rest of it. It yeah. was like what, one tap and put it straight into the mixer. And so they had no, no choice but to, to go in late. And um, it obviously yeah. worked, you know. You yeah. know,
2: that's another thing with the, the team currently is that we have very good crossers in the team. That, that uh, Kufal or Sufal, yeah. as Sufal, we're supposed yeah. to say now, uh, that Sufal uh, cross for Suchek was fantastic was a fantastic yeah. cross into the danger zone into that horrible it's bending away from the goalkeeper so the goalkeeper didn't know what to do and you know um bowen puts in a good cross arthur well, puts yeah. in a good cross and cresswell puts in a good so yeah, because you'll see a got... bit
0: more because having watched ben Rom from last season that that boy can cross as well yeah. he puts in a very accurate ball so, I mean, we've got the ability to get the ball in the box if we're actually manning the box. We've got the ability to get the ball in there from quite a few different angles now.
1: Well, it's, it's been it's, it's first time, like this season, is the first time in a long time that I can actually think when we've got a set piece, we've got a chance of scoring. It's a it's a call cool yeah. note, Like we, we might actually get something here. You know, I, I can never remember mm. West Ham being no. threat no, no, no. We really a threat from set pieces at Really yeah. are threat. No,
2: I was about to say. You know, we, um, we looked at sort of the the team in the Pellegrini years, and and um, we were quite often just saying, do they work on set pieces at yeah. all? You know, both defending <laughs> yeah. them and taking them. It just seemed that no work had been done on them at all. There was just no ideas basically. Yeah. yeah. And um, and now it looks like there's a little bit of intent when we when we get one and that, you know, it's going to it's going to actually hurt the other team or at least give them something to think about.
0: Um, I, I, I've had that feeling for years with Mark Noble that he got the, the duty of taking corners because we oh really didn't have any plan. Yeah. And it was he, he was the only one who was going to volunteer because the others didn't really know what they should be doing.
3: Oh, we had a we had a reminder of how terrible he is at taking corners last night, didn't we? Because he took the first yeah. few. Um, and they're either they either don't beat the first man or they kind of float,
1: he floats them in. You
3: yeah, know, they, yeah. He never well, the, drives it. Um,
1: the very first one was like a short corner after everyone had gone up. You see Moy's fuming on the sunstrap, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's a funny sort of um, it's a funny sort of weakness on his part, isn't it? Because obviously he's incredibly good at pens, but um, he's yeah. surprisingly yeah. not good with a dead ball, considering that he's quite good at medium to long range passing. In fact, he's excellent at it. But it's sort of, yeah. you know, that thing missing out of their army. Because Decanio Canio was the same, wasn't he? Like, just... <laughs> bewilderingly brilliant yeah. at football in general, but just very poor at corners and free kicks. Just really mm. just didn't mm. have enough yeah. for them at all.
3: Absolutely. Um, one slight kind of, it's not a negative for really, you, it's like an area of concern for me that perhaps can link up to, I'm uh, no doubt we'll get on to talking about the transfer situation and the thinness of the squad, was, uh, was Antonio in terms of, um, struggling to get in the game, mm. but and that might be a sort of a, a, a sort of fitness issue. He does tend to sort of take a while to get back up to speed when he's been injured, doesn't he? But I also felt it was an indication of how he is a less effective player as a striker when there isn't space for him to run into behind a defense. yeah, uh, his success um, towards the end of last season and and in the first part of this season very much came through playing against, against teams who were trying to play an offside line and, and, and the ball over the top or the ball into space yeah. behind. Um, and that's his great strength because he is quick um, and powerful. Um, and, you know, we've got two games coming up we, we certainly don't have against difficult opposition, but opposition at the bottom end of the table that we should be looking yes. to, to win against. Um, and they are going to present a fairly solid packed deep line defences, aren't they? Both of them. Burnley, yeah, yeah. because that's the way they always play. And West Brom because that's although it's not the way they always play, Allardyce will be obsessed with getting a clean sheet and it will be the way they play. Yeah. So um yeah. you know I worry us I worry about our ability to break them down and we don't now have any kind of plan B whatsoever, do we? So uh, no. Other than the false nine that Moyes, I don't know whether he was seriously talking about that <laughs> or
1: not. Um, that's that's a, that's why it's so important that we do take these opportunities to score when we have the set pieces. There, you know, yeah, we're going to yeah. create set pieces. We're going to have a corner. You know, we're going to have free kicks. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we'll, you know, might even nick a penalty or two. I know that's unusual for West Ham to be awarded a penalty. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, I do, I I, I completely agree with you, Jim. We, we're great at hitting people on the break when we've got that kind of pace in the team. Yeah. Antonio's not a natural striker anyway. One-on-one, I always think yeah. it's, a, it's a 50-50 whether he's going to knock it yeah. past the keeper or not um but yeah. he's the best he's the best that we've got even when yeah. Haller was still here he was still the best we had i think oh I don't think
3: disagree with that i'm just saying yeah. that um you know we, we he's now the only striker apart from the young lad who came on who looked quite decent in his few yeah. moments yeah. um uh, the, uh, the, the he's the only striker we've actually got in the squad Yes, so, no, that
2: was interesting. How how our kind of counter-attacking yeah. style was the, absent. You saw you saw um, less of Kufal, didn't you? So, like, in fact, so I, I sort of yeah, hadn't really he, he been watching the, the camera was his side of the pitch. So yeah, I thought he was a second-half substitution um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that thing he does, which is maraud up the right flank, because of how they were set out, he didn't need to do it. You know, yeah. the, the point at which he would begin doing that was, you know, we, we were well in possession yeah. and really just attacking a, a team that's sitting very deep in their last third, so... And those
3: wide areas of the pitch were had almost standing water on them, didn't they? Yeah, and they, yeah. yeah. Wing play was very difficult.
2: Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, of course, the... um you know, I don't know what the occasion was. I think possibly it was uh, Stockport got a throw-in, but there was a massive firework display. Uh, yeah. I some <laughs> some celebration yeah. of a po- possible uh, Stockport triumph in the game of some nature resulted in a kind of, you know, um, a municipal council-sized firework display halfway yeah. through the game, which stopped the game. And terrified
3: right. a young Mark Noble.
2: Oh, very frightened.
3: hid
2: under the referees, hid under the referees jersey like a small
3: child.
1: I've read online today; it's um, it it was actually for a 15 year old boy who'd been knocked down, I think, last week or at the weekend. Oh right, yes. And they so they did it on the 15th minute. You know, he's a big Stockport fan. He would have been, uh, I think, watching Emery's in hospital or something. But yeah, you're right. Mark Noble looked like (laughs) they were personally firing them at him. He was worried for a minute.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah yeah well he's been expecting a rocket for a while hasn't he <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah um uh yes um anyway well we'll probably talk about incoming players uh, after we give you this short message Yes, Sebastian Allaire is no longer with us, as we remarked uh, just moments ago. Uh, Quite, you know, not entirely expected. We were sort of, um, we've said on one or two of the previous podcasts in the last few weeks that we thought probably because of his um, wages and price tag, the only way that we might be able to move forward is some kind of loan for the remaining half of the season, that someone might take him and pay, you know, at least the bulk of his wages give him a bit of football time and mean that we might be able to do something else. But in fact, um, the, you know, the the quite venerable Ajax came in for him and uh, he's now there. Yeah.
3: It's his old manager, isn't it? He yeah. He used to manage Utrecht and, uh, when he was there. Yeah, yeah.
1: That yeah, and the that, effects you know, of what he what he smokes when he goes out for a coffee with the rest of the team, I think, probably had a decision. I don't know.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: certainly,
2: certainly. Um, I,
0: you know, I think they're going to love his bicycle, keeps in it, kicks in on like Amsterdam. They've got a lot of bikes there. Haven't
2: they, they love cycling in Amsterdam, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Be okay yeah. There. yeah, yeah, perfect. It's the perfect,
0: to the coffee shop first.
2: it's the perfect fit. Yeah. He's got the kind of beat poet beard that goes with the coffee house and <laughs> yes. has woodbine, yes. Yes. Uh, and uh, bicycle kicks are his speciality. He's found his spiritual home.
0: Yeah. Um, he's got that laid-back um, Dutch look, hasn't he, you know, when he yeah. scores a goal. I'm just yeah. cool. I'm going to wander away. True. I'm not going to celebrate. I think you know, he probably is Dutch.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> that's probably it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's a shame it didn't work out, isn't it? I mean, I you know, um, he... You know to moise's credit he gave him a good uh certainly gave him a good run out and a good uh um number of occasions on which to kind of prove himself it's it's um you know as i've said a couple of times on this if he it, this podcast if he had you know one strong suit one unique selling point that we could sort of you know build our attacking play around that would be yeah. great but he sort of doesn't he didn't have like you know, his first touch wasn't great, wasn't great with his back no. to goal. He wasn't good in the air. Um, you know, didn't run channels. Uh, yeah.
0: There's, I mean, there have been a lot of footballers like that over the years. You've had people like Jimmy Greaves. who have had, you know, uh, people like uh, Gary Lineker. Didn't do an awful yeah. lot of work around the pitch, but you, you sort of knew that they were going to sniff a chance and take it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And, and that's their get-out-of-jail-free card for not working hard. But he didn't have yeah. one. Yeah. I
3: mean, Linacre awesome had searing pace, didn't he? As well, no. I mean, You know, I mean, sorry, Jim. Lineker had searing pace, though. As well, I mean, just yes, you know, yeah. uh, uh, um, the, the the surprising thing about LA was 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 how slow he was to me. For me, yeah. um, I don't I don't think he had that. I think he had good touch for 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 a big man, as they say. He did win quite his fair share of headers. He wasn't bad in the air, um, but I just yeah, as you say, he was kind of quite good at things, but not really, you know, didn't yeah. have a USP, didn't have, didn't have a, and, and didn't score tappings as as Moyes uh, pointed out. I felt he was lacking nous, really, just brain. You know, he's always got a man up his ass when he received the ball, always yeah. just cho- slightly choosing the wrong rung, rung to make in, you know, in the box when mm. the ball was out wide or wasn't just there for the, for the rebound, you know, just didn't seem to have that, that kind of, um, you know, sniffers, goal sniffers, you know, no. je ne sais quoi, you know.
1: Um, I, I'll be honest, I was bitterly disappointed that it didn't work out for me. You know, I know he came with a big price tag, but looking at, you know, the YouTube clips and, and doing a bit of background before, you know, when it was mentioned he might be coming to us, he looked a real prospect. Yeah. And it was a, a lot of money and... You know, I had fans of other teams reaching out to me saying, oh, wow, you know, we're jealous you done really well there. He, how have you managed to get in? You know, was he mm-hmm. signing for you mm-hmm. long for? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the, the fact that he didn't work out was is really disappointed for all of the reasons that Jim points out. I don't agree with the whole, we didn't play to his strengths. We should have changed our no. style of play to match him. No. For, my, for me, and I'm happy to be shot down, but for me, if you're a professional in any line of work, you do what you're told to by your manager and you do it to the best of your ability. And if you need extra training, you go for extra training to do your job correctly. From, from what I've heard, he didn't stay behind for an hour or two practicing what he should be doing mm. to help the team out at the weekend. You know, he just continued to try and play his way. Um, and I do wonder if, you know, He's, he's ex manager who, who's now rocked up at IX has sort of said to him, "Well, look, if you're not him in January, then um, then we'll come calling." Sort of thing. For yeah. certainly for the last month, he hasn't looked particularly interested. No, um, so, so it, think, it's, a, it's yeah. a bit of disappointment for me.
3: I mean, I I thought he looked the business when he turned up in that first game. Although his first game was in a was an appalling defeat to Manchester five now City. against City,
2: wasn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
3: But but actually, in that game, he looked yeah. fantastic. He was winning headers. He was putting himself about. He was kind of, you know, laying the ball off and moving. Linking
2: stuff up quite um, well. Yeah,
3: yeah. You know, and, and uh, he scored those two goals away at um, Watford. Yeah. yeah. Pretty soon after that. One, hit, you know, the bicycle kick. The yeah. other one, a tap in from Anderson getting to the byline. Yeah. 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 We went yeah and that, thought, oh, we. oh, yeah, we've got a proper striker here. But, uh, you know... He was seemed he actually a,
0: playing in a two that day, Jim, with Antonio though for a, for a good part of that game?
3: And I, I think it's the only. What in the Man City like, game? Or, no, no, the Watford, Watford game.
0: I think Antonio oh, I was playing alongside him there, and that you that might made right. a difference. But I don't think it was that they never collided at the same time again in the same team because of Antonio's further injuries.
3: But, but they I, both I, suffered from a malaise, didn't they, Anderson and. Allaire, both came in with massive record signings, massive price tag. Yeah. The kind of player you expect to therefore build your your team around. The kind of player who expects to be the main man uh, at a, at a club. And um, it was really sad to see them just, but not not through anybody's fault. I don't think really, uh, but just. Increasingly marginalised, you know, and and yeah. a lot of that seems felt self-inflicted in a way, in a, in a kind what, of was it was it really just the money
0: thing though? Because I I, I thought in both cases with Anderson and with Halaia, we were guilty of paying more money than anybody else would for both of those oh, players. Probably, so, yes.
3: uh, yeah, yeah, Well, Halair it was the desperate need for a marquee signing, having chased uh, that Gomez yeah. fellow all um, all summer. Um, wasn't going to have anything to show for it so it felt
1: uh, yeah.
3: like a not like a last minute thing but a kind of we've got to we've got to really sort of you know show that we're uh, we're we're signing these big players and we're ambitious I mean I think some of that's been Sullivan's method of operation for a long time hasn't it to, to yeah. sort of yeah. kind of splash cash when it, when it comes early in a manager's time and not necessarily with a great deal of strategic thought really either to resell value or to where the team what's the shape of the team going to be what's the policy and you feel Moyes is changing that but the problem is that you know as he gets rid of the the bits that don't fit into his machine he's running out of spare parts and kind of functioning bits that would fit you know yeah
0: Yeah. I I actually think he's got a a much bigger problem and it's the age thing um I mean, if you just go back to front, and you've got three goalkeepers that are 34 or older, and they're your Mm. three main goalkeepers. Um, You've got Trot as the next one up that really hasn't, you know, passed muster yet, as far as we know. Um, You've then got Ogbonna and Cresswell, are both over 30. Um, I think Barbwainer and Dawson will be 30 this year, Mm -hmm. you know, so. There's almost all of your back line, other than Diop um, and maybe uh, soufal that 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 you know have got that aging problem. Then you know that in midfield, Mark Noble's got to a certain age. Yeah. Um, but again, if you, even if you start to look forward, you've got Antonio who's going to be over thirty shortly, and I think Yarbalenko in exactly the same yeah 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 in exactly yeah. the same boat. So. When we well, come I mean, to this you know, a window, I think we've got to be thinking about not only fitting players in for this season and maybe next season, but a, a much more long-term plan than that.
2: Yeah, because
0: you've yeah, yeah. got to balance this
1: age thing that we've got. Yeah. I think with, with Sullivan in charge, though, Colin, you, you've never had that feeling that that manager's going to be there for five <laughs> or six years and be able to have that that blueprint to work to and yeah. right, we'll, we'll start assembling a team that will the core you know the spine will still be here in five years time it's always been the, a feeling of stopgap you know even when Allardyce was here he was employed yeah. to get us out of the championship mm-hmm. you know yeah. anything anything after that was a bonus you know yeah. it was never going to be there for eight years or what have you um, again you know Billets and Pellegrini exactly the same it was it was, it was a typical. As Jim said, it's a typical piece of of their Sullivan psyche business. You know? Yeah, yeah. We op- opened that big book of f- football. But, but on what but do we on do the do this other side,
0: that, well, that, that is right. But on the other side, if you look at the four that um, Moyes has bought in, he's bought in the, the the two checks that are sort of mid twenties somewhere. Um, he's bought in Ben Rama. And is this young Bowen. Elvis that he's just bought in as well from, I think he's a Danish player.
2: Yeah, yeah. and Bowen.
0: And, and Bowen. And they're all you know, young, so, you know, they're you all know, he, young. With, with, he's, so, I mean, I think that when we start to talk about what, you know, what he's going to bring in, people are out there talking about, well, why don't we go and get an Auschwitz back, who's probably come out up to 32 and i'm just thinking Yeah, that's definitely that, that, over 30 that, that's, that's a lot
2: of craziness yeah we have to hope um, you know we have to hope that i mean you know as as jim said uh you know one thing about solomon and Gold is that they're sort of they are kind of populists so you yeah. know if we do finish this uh season without any kind of relegation based dramas and we're sort of comfortably mid table um you know I, they're going to keep the manager obviously and ho- you know hopefully they'll just they'll they'll mm. They'll give him some money and maybe we can finally get out of this sort of cycle yeah. of short-termism that, that, you know, leads to this kind of yo-yo. Yeah, sure. But,
3: but, but you would that. hope that, that any, any kind of ambitious or enterprising ownership would realise that this is a really, almost uniquely weird season, mm, in yeah. which uh, a historically uh, small gap of points, covers, uh, span of points covers top to 14th. I mean, it's the lowest it's ever been in the Premier League. It's even weirder than the 2015-16 season when Leicester won it. And therefore, yeah, and we've done well, and we've looked good against good teams this season. So just a little bit of enterprise and risk-taking now. I know that's not the general financial climate and whatever, um, but a, you know, a, a, a go-for-it mentality now in these next two or three weeks in the transfer window could really reap rewards, you know, in the in, yeah. in you know, in the shape of European places or or even a cup.
2: So, and if it didn't, if it didn't, think you would still do it. yeah. And if it didn't, you would still finish comfortably mid table and have exactly. a grand spanking new footballer for next year who'd be exactly. really good. Yeah. So exactly. it's, it's it's kind of a win win. And there's yeah, not going know, to be
1: many clubs taking a risk on on buying players at the moment. No. Um, so you could, you know, you could really, as Jim says, so you could really steal a march here on other people.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah I would yeah. say normally January is a bad time to sign players, but I think, but not right this now, time. You're situation, right. it would be a good time yeah. to yeah, yeah to go for it. You know. Before, Before
2: also briefly, let's uh, not forget that we also said goodbye to Robert Snodgrass. And uh, yeah, you
3: know,
2: I think that's probably the right. You know, right move. He's thirty three, possibly thirty four, even. Yeah. Um, so you know, he,
3: he...
0: And, and and he's been a great player for us. Yeah, I've Thoroughly enjoyed his time here. I mean, I, particularly the way he was treated. His attitude on the park ought to yeah. be yeah. Uh, ought to be painted. You know, yes. we could do with an awful lot more attitudes. than, You know, that Robert Snodgrass had. I thought he was superb
2: for us. You know, we'll look back. He'll be one of those players that you know. Unfortunately, as West Ham fans, we have quite a lot of players that we could look back on and sort of say, "It's a shame they didn't play in a better West Ham team." Yeah, you know? yeah. We've yeah. had those seasons. Of those. Yeah, you know, we've had those seasons. Um, you know, um, uh, Zola's first season, ninth place finish you know the the Kirbishley season was boring football but we finished 10th and weren't in any trouble you know obviously 15 16 was a fantastic season to be part of and the players but we've had lots of players in the team that you go oh they were so great and they sort of came played in a shitty west ham side and then yeah. left and i always feel sorry for those players not to have not to have had one or two sort of Good seasons with us, but
1: they're the ones that usually have the greatest affinity with the club as well. They love yeah. coming back. They love doing the the talks afterwards yeah. and stuff.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah
3: I, I, I agree with all that. I thought it was a, fa- a fantastic uh, player for West Ham. I mean, super professional, really, and um a wand of a left foot. Absolutely, you know, yeah. delivery from set pieces. Some mm. of the goals he popped up and scored. Some of the strikes. Um, you know, hitting it on the volley and whatnot you know um yeah, terrific um I can remember one or two instances that 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 game away at chelsea not not last not the one we um the one one we won, we, but the, we won um the one' been the season before the, the one, one where we were absolutely we had a terrible First half, we just weren't in the game. And he came on as a second half substitute and changed us, you know, yeah. just yeah. by running around more. Yeah, chasing the yeah, racing, he's ball down. So that was that game. Yes, was not that's last that season, game. it was the season before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah he was he, that that was probably one of his best games for us. I thought it was he was really fantastic. Good, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. he turned that game around in 45 yeah. minutes.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Terrific player. And you know, it's sort of he could you know it's hope he um because, you know, if they go down West Brom, I think he could have a really good season in the championship. I think he'd be, you know, he'd be a yeah. you know he'd really bossing in the championship. And, uh, you know, he's been there before. He was with Villa in the championship, wasn't he? I mean, he's had a good career, you know, sort of uh, Norwich, yeah. Leeds, us. Uh, Villa in a very good season, uh, you know, got them promoted. Uh, you know, back to us, you know, in, in a team with some very good players around him. Um, and uh, yeah, you know. Yeah,
0: you're absolutely right, though. But that falls under the category spoken well of wherever he's been spoken yeah. well of at Hull, spoken well of at West Ham, yeah, yeah. spoken well mm-hmm. of at Villa on that. Uh, on that long period and I think West Brom fans will love him as well
2: yeah yeah that's right I mean he was um because he played in he played for Hull in that game where basically the the woodwork was the man of the match do you remember that <laughs> yes, we, won right, one, yeah. we won it we won it 1-0 didn't we we just did not remotely he, deserve to win that game and he, he ran the show
3: oh he passed us to death that day he really yeah. did playing yeah. in a an advanced central midfield role
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, which we never saw him really play as, did we? We always saw him no. on, on, on the flank, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah well, there's, been been, well.
2: there's been sort of no real transfer rumors beyond uh last week, what we were talking about. It's still sort of quite a lot of players I haven't heard of or know nothing about. Yeah, there's usually a succession of
3: football. young uh strikers, particularly very often in the French league or something like that, being linked, but. You know, you don't know if there's anything in it, do you? There's there's nothing that seems to be sort of bubbling up, and that's been more the way in the last couple of years, hasn't it? The the the, transfers a bit out of the blue. The rumors does seem to be
0: getting stronger on DACA, the the one from um, Salzburg.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh right, okay. Um, Canute is agent, isn't he? Yeah.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah, he's um. I was was looking him up uh, earlier. He's fifteen. Goals in 17 appearances this season. I think he right. got about 27 in all appearances last season. Right. Um, I saw a clip of him. Just somebody sent me randomly a clip uh, earlier this week, and um, he sprints from the edge of his own 18-yard box as the ball is freed from a corner or something, and he's like a hundred-meter sprinter. He's right. so rapid. So I mean, if, yeah. if if it's a to compliment or to as a long-term replacement for Antonio, he, he looks ideal from from that sort of footage anyway. Well, pace is
3: definitely uh, what we need. Yeah. And
2: there has also been a rumour about another kind of a hard-working sort of box-to-box midfielder, another Czech player. There's something yeah. I saw on the internet. I think he is might it, play in...
1: Is it Suchek's Czech mate? I think. I think. I I apologise for that one.
2: I think. I think. Unfortunately, it literally is. It was a man created to make a pun (laughs) work. (laughs) They've reverse-engineered a human being to fit a pre-existing pun. Um my friend actually he's a he's a comedian right and um he does uh, I did this kind of YouTube show with him which was all about puns we basically got in a car a bit like that Jerry Seinfeld show where they've got a kind of webcam on you know a camera on the dashboard and we just drove around thinking of puns for diff- different things <laughs> he's a stand up comedian um he uh got an infection in his um foot uh, I remember his speciality is puns. This infection spread to the point where his lower leg was amputated. His name is colin leggo lego <laughs> his real name is colin Lego so so it's like that um there's a name for it when you're sort of like if your if, if your if oh. your name is like Mike Sargent and you end up being a policeman nomi- nominative determinative determinative determination. determination. determination determinatives, yeah. determinatives. So it was like essentially he was like he was destined to lose a leg just so that his name would work. Uh it's yeah.
1: extraordinary. He, extraordinary. I would say he's a walking pun, but he's more of a hobbling pun. <laughs>
2: Yeah, 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 exactly.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing that we've never had a player called completely
1: useless.
2: No, no, <laughs> no, no, no.
1: I think I, I think we looked at uh, a South American called uh, Tossa once, but uh, yeah. No. <laughs> yes. I mean, we've 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 not obviously to date we've not signed anyone new this season, but um, the board has had some additions yes. over the last couple of days, hasn't it?
3: Yes, all yes. four. Four new, four new company directors.
2: Four
0: new
3: board,
2: yeah.
3: yeah so what's that all about yeah. then, those of you with a, of, of a business uh, well, the, orientation? I,
2: well, the thing is, Jim, that it's uh, it's all about... Um, I, I, I don't know. If <laughs> not,
0: I, I, I've got two theories, and they're obviously amateur theories. Um, first of all, when it comes to putting new money into West Ham, um, don't hold your breath for Sullivan or um Anybody else doing it anytime soon because if if they've got any money that isn't in football it's in property and the arse is falling out the property market I mean mm-hmm. they've got they, they, they've got uh, streets of shops and you know yes restaurants mm. and those sort of things in the West End and their property portfolio, um, they they really wouldn't want to be selling to raise the money because they get bugger all for it at the moment because you're you're talking about selling empty properties,
1: as it stands. Yeah, Their uh, retail um, endeavours, shall we call them as well. Um, for, for, for the more adult clientele, mm. they're uh, closing left, right, and centre as well. The um, the retail market is obviously closed completely at the moment because of lockdown. But Yeah, but,
3: but, but I've, I've got dildos have been selling well, haven't they? Oh, well, it's in home entertainment. People believe. are like, you know, well, dildos are home entertainment so. systems. It's, it's it's they're entertainment they're systems. I mean, people, you know, people have not been getting out and about and dating. So, yeah. you know, they're now in the electrical goods, goods of the, departments of like industry, John Lewis and stuff. Yeah, it's one of the lockdown, you know, boom things, yeah, isn't yeah. it? I, I, yeah, know, still but, but the, other,
0: the the other theory as well is they're not creating shareholders; they're creating directors who happen to be relatives. So, yeah. right. as as directors, I dare say they'll also become employees, and they'll also be salaried. So that that tells me yeah, that right. it, it, if they're salaried and they're directors, if somebody, for example, were to buy us, um those salary directors probably wouldn't be wanted, but they'd be entitled to severance pay, wouldn't they? Mm. So mm. it could be it oh. could be a, a, a smart little way of looking after the family. Yeah. So are you yeah.
3: saying it might be a harbinger of... of, of I think it's, the coming yeah, sale uh, of it's a statement
0: of intent. I mean, I don't think, with all due respect to David Sullivan, I don't think he wants his 55-year-old girlfriend to be on the, uh, on the ball for financial or... Business advice, no, um, no, and you know uh, that 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 can't be the reason. But no. I mean, it is a way of shovelling money
1: around, isn't it, to give somebody a salary? Okay,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: So, I mean, there is that. There's the clause, right, that they can't sell before 2023, I think it is. Otherwise, yeah, the there's a penalty. This is a, a penalty yeah. to pay, but obviously, we've heard that'll the be the first time that...
2: we've got a penalty this season, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll we, we still miss it, um, yeah. But there's, there's lots of rumors about you know people doing due diligence and, and, and looking at the books <sighs> and all the rest of it, um, and you know whether they would they've been put off. I've heard a rumor that they were put off because of the figures. Sullivan was putting forward, and also the fact that they'd need to pay that um, that penalty for themselves as well, rather than coming out of his bottom line if they sold. Mm. So, you know, who knows? It could be, as colleagues suggest, you know, another way of insulating um, against that sort of thing. Yeah, hmm.
2: yeah. Right. Well, that's hoping I mean, that's not the only kind of transfer activity that happens uh, in this window. Is it? Is it yeah. basically the sort of January, even though the season's sort of shape has changed because of coronavirus, is it still uh, all of January that it's going to close on the 31st or something? I'm
1: not
3: sure.
1: I think so. I think it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm worried. I don't mind saying I'm worried. We've got... look. I was looking at the fixtures earlier on. We've got... Pretty much two games a week for a month. The the, the next month now. Yeah, can and, you remember um, what they're
2: because we'll start talking about those in a minute. Can you remember what they are offhand, Phil? We've got um oh, Burnley and, and Burnley. then next Tuesday's Palace. Is that right? No, West, no, Brom. West Brom. West Brom. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So we have got Burnley on Saturday, uh, West Brom on Tuesday, Doncaster on Saturday the twenty third. Yeah, Palace on the twenty seventh. Right, uh, Liverpool the on the thirty first. Uh, and then Villa on the second, so they yeah. come thick, thick and fast, really, until you know Fulham on the sixth, and then Sheffield yeah. United on the thirteenth, and then we've got like a week's break where we've got Spurs on the twentieth. So they come thick and fast. If yeah, we've got yeah. any kind of injuries, yellow cards or whatever, um, yeah. then you know, and just plain old you know fatigue as well. Fatigue, we've got yeah, yeah. we've got to be Absolutely. worried.
0: I think there are already other teams that are in a worse situation than we are at the moment. I mean, I think Palace have got that sort of difficulty already. Mm -hmm. They're very thin and they haven't come into this January run run yet. West Bromwich Albion um, uh, have got the other problem. They've got uh, players around that Allardyce won't want to be playing. He must have looked at some of those and thought, yeah, they're not for me. And he's got a short amount of time and probably a short amount of money to change that. Um, I don't think we're in a unique situation, but, but like you, Philip, I do worry about that. I, I think that we're only a couple of injuries away from a good defeat.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, let's hope. So so I guess let's start talking about, um, we've got, uh, well, basically our, our next uh, priority is Burnley at the weekend. Now they're sort of, um, they got off to an iffy start, but I mean, I think they're, you know, they're they always well organised. Uh, Woods is always a worry. They, they I mean, yeah. they, you know, actually Pellegrini and Billich's West Ham were sort of beaten up by them quite often. We went to quite a good win up there when uh, uh, the cricket was being played next door, didn't we? Yeah, a of yeah, years ago. That, yeah was a good that was, trip. Good. That
3: was a good. And we day. won that.
2: That was the last game of the season, I think, wasn't it?
3: It was right near the end. Right near the end, yeah. Yeah, it was right near the end. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think leave aside the kind of, you know, the, 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 the big clubs, as it were, but if you were to design a team at the moment that was kind of set up to be able to foil the way we play at the moment, then it's Burnley, you know, big, powerful at the back. They'll cope with set pieces all day long. The ball into the box is just going to get eaten up by their... Uh, Mm. centre-halves they've got two bully bully centre-forwards who have bullied us in the past and have a habit of scoring against us Um, I worry about it actually I think it's I think it's a potential um, uh, rude awakening this game is it
2: up there Mm. or at our place no
1: No, it's it's our place
2: place. our place
1: yeah they have they have ground out some good results recently as well (laughs) they have Uh, yeah Yeah. you know Sheffield United and Wolves Wolves especially are doing really well no mugs they've beaten them yeah. Uh, and a really creditable draw against against villa so yeah i'm i'm with jim on this it's it's one of those ones we either nick or or you know we get a um, a potential banana skin i guess
2: yeah yeah um yeah absolutely i mean teams around us you know uh, uh west Brom a couple of days later that is one that you know one would hope we could win that uh and yeah uh, you know, but it's... It It'll is, be
3: yeah. a worry if we don't put it that yeah. way. You know, yeah. that's that's um, you know. But we didn't beat Brighton. Um, no. Um, you know, we have got to. On the other whole, on the other hand, you know, we got we got past Fulham and Sheffield United in similar parts of the league, and and weren't convincing in those games, but did no. enough to did enough. Mm. To yeah,
2: didn't have to win. Yeah. yeah. So, so perhaps we'll uh, go for predictions for the Burnley game. Ah. Uh... <laughs> Jim, what do you reckon?
3: Um, I, I'm 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 going to pull. I think it's a nil-one defeat. Oh, blimey, Jim! Jim, we're gonna lose. I think there's enough lose. negativity think, in the I world, think, Jim. Come I on. think, I think, yeah, I these think, are difficult, I think, troubling I think times, it's Jim. It's going to be a major reality check.
2: Yeah, there was that riot and everything in the, in Washington, wasn't there, Jim? <laughs> and you're compounding. There's yeah. yeah, all that. that. There's this. Yeah. As this horrible disease that we discussed Run. earlier, and that you, you're yeah. a vampire that lives off uh, despair, Jim. <laughs> do you, despair is like a nutritious smoothie made out of people's liquidised <laughs> hopes.
1: Yes, I'm uh, it's soiled green.
2: Yes, very much
1: so. <laughs> that's why he makes such a great West friend. fan.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: Colin, what do you reckon? Colin, what do you think's going to happen?
0: Well, I'm going to reverse that and go for two one week a 2-1
2: excellent
0: I, I, I think we're always open to that um, that goal from Burnley yeah. um, that, that they will get something against us because of their big strong forwards I, I'm, I'm with you on that but I think we've just about got enough imagination now to get a cup win Yeah.
2: We'll yeah say- Phil what do you reckon
1: I was going to have 2-1 but uh. Uh, I'll let, I'll let Colin take that so I'm, I'm with him, actually, because uh, Chris Wood always likes to score against us. But he does, yeah. I am going to stick by our recent clean sheets and the fact that Ogbonna is clearly the hammer of the year so far. Yeah. Um, and I'm going
2: to go 1-0. 1-0. 1-0
1: to us, yeah.
2: Yes. I think, I, uh, I think I'm going to go for a 1-all. I think I'm going to go for a draw. Uh, yes, yeah, so I think I think they'll score I think woods will score um, you know, I think you know he, he does like to. yeah, so I'm gonna go for one I reckon. Um, so there we have it. Uh, anything else to discuss, fellas? with the no. thickness and fastness of the games, we're doing these pretty regularly, so yeah, uh, we, yeah. Uh, we can uh, just probably wrap this one up and pick things up next week. So yeah. uh, yes. All right. Well, that's been it for this week's Stop Hammer Time. My name is, of course, Phil Whelans, and with me this week have been uh, Jim Grant. Cheerio. Colin Milne. Pip. And Philip Pitt. That's you, boy. Come on, you irons.
3: This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.